from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop. And on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. I apologize for my voice this morning and starting a little bit back. I kind of lost my voice over the weekend and it's been okay. But it kind of comes and goes. So please forgive me if I <laughs> if I sound like I'm going through puberty, so to speak, uh, with my voice right now. So my apologies for that, and <clears throat> and I'm hoping that my my voice will come through here a little bit better as we go forward in the show. It's just time, you know, time. The, the one thing that I've learned this last couple days is time. I need it. It's the only way that you heal from whatever's going on in your life, including your voice, you know. And as I told you, my voice will never be quieted. My voice will never go away. And I'll never stop being a voice for you. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you being here. And I thank you for everything. I thank you for your positivity. I thank you for your kind words. I thank you for your time listening to the show. I thank you for, you know, just being you. And I thank you all this morning for being being you. I really appreciate everything that I've gained from doing what I love and I've learned a lot, you know. I've learned a lot, you know, being asked to stop doing what I love and knowing that it comes from the person that should never say that. You know, you just you just realize things, you know, because I, I, I try to give advice on the show. I try to uplift people on the show. And in, in, in all actuality, you know, you uplift me and you help me to stay the course. And I just want to thank you for that. I really appreciate the fact that, you know, you don't even know that you're doing it, but you're doing it. You know, you're 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 helping me to focus. You're helping me to be good to myself and you know you're you're helping me to weather the storms in my own life so you know this is a sports show but it is so much more than that and the people that listen every day know that so let's hop into the morning menu in today's morning menu proudly presented by all of the great partners that we have at wake up call with dan tortora you can see them by going to wakeupcalldt.com and looking right on the homepage. All of our partners are right there for you. I can't thank you enough 
for the for everything that you have done to go to those partners and, and utilize their services, be it, you know, getting a car with Honda or going to Chick-fil-A or going to Carvel DeWitt or, you know, ordering from Dry Sig Apparel for your business or, you know, for an event that you're doing or anything that it may be for your school, for your for your team for going to Penn and Trophy, going to the Wildcat, you know, and, and so on and so forth. In the upcoming season of the Syracuse Stallions, thank you. <clears throat> you know, thank you for supporting those that support this show and that appreciate this show. I, I really honestly do thank you for that. It's tremendous, and your support has been overwhelming, and I can't, I can't thank you enough for all that you have done. So much appreciation and much thanks. Go out to each and every single one of you for being a part of this broadcast and for, you know, going to the companies that support what I do and, you know, that are that are here for the wake up call message and for that positivity and, and that different sound and that different feel. So big ups to all the companies I work with and big ups to you for going to them. In today's show, in the first hour of the show, speaking on, <coughs> pardon, speaking on, <coughs> pardon, speaking on, <coughs> pardon me. We're gonna have some fun speaking with the Syracuse Orange. The Syracuse Orange are currently getting ready for the upcoming 2018-19 season, and I had the opportunity, courtesy of Syracuse, to speak with a bunch of the players and the coaches. And on today's show. You are going to hear from newcomer Robert Braswell. You're also going to hear from newcomer Buddy Bayheim, who's no stranger to the show. He's been on the show a ton. You're also going to hear from Elijah Hughes, who's a newcomer to the court, but he was on the team last year. He had to sit out a year because of the NCAA transfer rules. He came from East Carolina. He has three years of eligibility left. So he has three years, not two. He has three. It's important to know. And he's wearing number 33, if, if you need you know that, that to help you, you can just look at the jersey and go, okay, it's three years, not two. So Elijah Hughes is going to be on the show today, and I'm also going to be joined by returner Howard Washington Jr. We're going to talk about his rehab from injury, what he learned from being off the court, where he thinks he fits into the grand scheme of things as he didn't have a ton of playing time last year, and now there's more depth and whatnot, so just where he sees his role being. And we're going to spend a lot of time one-on-one with Tyus Battle. My conversation with Tyus you will not find anywhere else. Sometimes people record my conversations with players and coach, and then they use it for articles or they use it for their shows and give no credit, and that's fine because I know where it came from. I like to have one-on-one conversations, and I, I like my work to be my own. And I have the opportunity of, of speaking with Tyus Battle and when Tyus and I got to speak, there was nobody around. So you will hear a conversation between Tyus and I uh, that is that is very it's very lengthy and it's very tangible. And you can really feel his happiness and his excitement for what's coming up for him, you know, not only this season, but as a potential pre- professional player. So that's all going to come up in the first hour of the show. And then in the second hour, we're going to talk about NFL Week 6 and how crazy NFL Week. I mean, my Lord, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers. Everybody's like, Tom Brady this, Tom Brady that. Aaron Rodgers is a friggin' dog, man. He is, he's playing hurt. I mean, he's, 
Aaron Rodgers is the truth. So we're going to talk about NFL Week 6, and then we're going to end the show the way we always do, with the ingredients to success. Proudly brought to you by Utica Pizza Company, and it's a Utica thing. So all of that is coming up here on today's show. First hour, Syracuse basketball. Second hour, NFL and the ingredients to success. I can't wait. I appreciate it. I'm thanking God that as much as my voice doesn't feel great, that I have some type of a voice to talk with you this morning. And I thank you so much for being here. And please know that you always have a voice in your own life. We'll take a fast break and we'll be back with Syracuse interviews with the basketball team. This is a wake-up call fast break. is spreading in historic Herald Square about Syracuse's favorite sports and entertainment venue, the Press Room Pub, with lots of room next to 450 parking spots. Wash down their delicious nine-ounce burger for $9.95 with a variety of New York State brewed beers. TVs abound all throughout the location, including their 90-inch monster. Watch your game. Enjoy time with family, friends, as well as bringing the kids to the playroom. The SU alumni party for every away football game is making headlines, as well as Robert Drummond, Syracuse football alum, and Dan Satora's pregame show two hours before kickoff for every home game. Private parties available as well for as many as 300 people. Come circulate at the Press Room Pub, downtown Syracuse, and visit PressRoomPub.com right now for more information. Carvel DeWitt, it's what happy tastes like. Do you know why? Because we make ice cream. Creamy, rich, flavorful ice cream. Not yogurt or ice milk like some of our competitors. Ice cream. Fresh, by hand, daily. For the calorie conscious, we have something new for you. Our new Carvelite. Same great flavor, creaminess, and texture of our regular ice cream with only 35 calories an ounce. So whether you want an ice cream cake, flying saucer, dasher, carvelanche, hard or soft ice cream, we will satisfy your craving with our fresh, handmade, regular, or new Carvelite ice cream. Carvel DeWitt. It's what happy tastes like. Clothing that will change with you without you having to change. DreisigLady.com, D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G, Lady.com. With the bamboo line, relaxed fit clothing, as well as the athletic fit clothing, DreisigLady.com is fit for any woman, any time of the day, anywhere. Whatever you're doing, whatever your day commands of you, Command yourself to feel comfortable in Dreisig Lady Apparel. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Lady.com. For all the women out there, feel good in what you're wearing. And don't feel like you have to constantly change throughout the day. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a business owner, going for a jog, going for a meeting, or just relaxing at home, DreisigLady.com is the right fit for you. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G, lady.com. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. Call our home office at 315-752-9513, or better yet, call or text me directly at 315-748-2524. 
let me ask you a question, Lawrence. If I needed you to help me buy a house, find the right place, could you help me do that? Joe, I'll help you find your dream home. You don't ever say my name on the radio, never. If I needed to sell a house, could you help me go about that the right way? Yes, yes I can. How do they get a hold of you? Call me directly at 315-748-2524. But you also do the commercial property. So if I got a business, couple businesses, got to take one here, move it over there, do this, do that. Are you going to help me buy and sell my commercial property also? Yes, sir. I like that. I like that. What's my name again? I have no idea. Absolutely. But they need to know your name, so give it one more time. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. My phone number is 315-748-2524. Why don't you tell them your name one more time and that number so we can jot it down. This is Lawrence Papaleo. Call me or text me directly at 315-748-2524. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop. And on mixxlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. If you haven't become a member, please make sure you become a member today on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. It's free and easy down the road we go. So make sure that you become a member. Membership has its privileges, as it always does. If you're on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt, you have the opportunity to listen in to the show very, very, not that it's already extremely easy. It makes it even easier somehow, some way. If you become a member, on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Then every time the show goes live, an email gets sent to you and says, wake up call is live, click to listen. And you click to listen. It's as simple as that. You can also chat with me in the live chat room on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt during every live broadcast. So only members can chat in the chat room and only members will get emailed and have that easy link to listen in to the show. So thank you so much for tuning in and thank you to everybody that's become a member. I greatly appreciate it and I thank you for it. And with that being said, let's hop in to our interviews here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora with the Syracuse basketball team. We got plenty of interviews coming up this week. This is a little taste. There's definitely more coming your way. So we're going to have some fun in this nice little Syracuse preview week for the basketball team. And I feel I feel honored and I feel privileged to as always speak with this with this basketball team and you know and, and with with some new faces I definitely have an opportunity to speak with some of those new faces and, and and one of those new faces is Robert Braswell. Robert Braswell who first and foremost makes a lot of good decisions in his life because he is a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. So we we know that he's a smart guy. So that's that's something that's good to know right off the bat. Robert Braswell is uh, is with me here uh, this morning. My conversation with him for me to share with you. And uh, this conversation starts with how he was welcomed into Syracuse and how he was treated, just how he feels about this Syracuse team and how they have brought him in. So this is Robert Braswell speaking with me about that right here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora to start off our conversations for the morning. Uh, everybody here is great. You know, uh, it's like a family. Oh, hell no. Feeling. I, guess, yeah. uh, I don't even know how to explain it. But, I mean, everybody is willing to help. They're not going to let you just fall on your back. 
This team got to the Sweet 16 last year with having like five and a half guys, so to speak, with Barama not being at 100%. There's depth on this year's team. I know you weren't with the team last year, but what have they told you about their run and what they were able to do, and, and obviously now having more depth this year to maybe get, get even further in that respect? Uh, they definitely mentioned that it was they didn't have like their full five guys, so you know Barama was hurt, but they so they had to. They had to do, they did what they had to do. That's, that's how they pretty much explained it. Adrian Autry talked about having you in the room and, and just what that's meant to him early on here as you get ready for the season. What is Coach Autry, how, what has he done to teach you? How has he made you better? Just what you can say about him as a teacher. Yeah, he's constantly pushing me to be the best I can be. He wants the best for me, and I want to be great too. So he's never stopped pushing me. And he's always helping me out, telling me, you know, like helping, uh, like during practice and stuff, talking me through the drills. You verbally commit to the team, then you put it on paper. Now you're physically here. Just what you can say about being this close to the season, and just what's on your mind at this point. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what we have, or what we can do for the whole season. Who's kind of taking you under their wing on the team? Do you have any mentors that that you've gotten close with at this point? Uh, I think Elijah Hughes and Frank. Frank helps me out a lot. And how so with Elijah and Frank? Uh, Elijah, I just I hang out with him a lot. And then Frank, he talks to, to me about a lot of basketball stuff, and he tells me like, you know, like what I could do better to help out the team and stuff like that. That coming from Robert Braswell once again. Robert Braswell, a newcomer to the Syracuse basketball team for the 2018-19 season, incoming with Jalen Carey as well as Buddy Beheim and Elijah Hughes being a new face on the court, but not a new player on the team as he was there on the team last year. So four new four new opportunities for Syracuse, four new pieces for Syracuse essentially on the court this season, and one of them being Robert Braswell. And I want to thank him for his time. For those of you playing the home game, this is the first time that him and I have done an interview together. So thank you to Robert for giving me that opportunity, and I look forward to many, many more. As we move forward here, I am more than excited to share my conversation with Buddy Bayheim. Buddy Bayheim and I, as I said before, are no strangers to one another. We have spent plenty of time speaking here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora. It is always an honor of mine. It is always a privilege of mine to speak with Buddy. Always have fun talking with Buddy, and we've we've built up a good relationship here on the show. So with that being said, I am happy to have Buddy back on the broadcast as we continue to preview the upcoming season for Syracuse basketball. And we're going to start with Buddy with our conversation on it finally being a reality. You know, he's going to be playing for his dad and he'll have the opportunity to play against his brother Jimmy for at least the next few seasons as Jimmy's at Cornell and they play Syracuse every year. So just what he can say about not only being coached by his dad, but getting to play against his brother in Division One basketball. I mean, it's just crazy to think about after 15, 14 years of playing against my brother in the in the in our playroom with my dad refing and getting in fights over that stuff is something that comes to mind. And now translating it to where we are now and playing against each other is something that is really crazy to think about and really a dream come true. Your dad's 
coaching, obviously, this team at Syracuse, and then coming to see your brother, going to see you, going to see the family. Now it's all going to be on one court, at least for that game, and he'll have the opportunity to watch your game because you're on his team. Just Is that kind of surreal, kind of strange right now? It's definitely surreal. Um, it honestly feels right for me. It feels like it's something that I've envisioned since day one, since I, I came here first as a kid going to the games, and it's really something that I've taken, it takes me back really for the first couple of days. I'm just getting used to and having fun and really enjoying it, and I just want to make sure I can cherish every moment. It's not just you being a newcomer on this team, but also Robert Braswell and Jalen Carey, Elijah Hughes is available this year. Yeah. Just what you can say about that, because Ty has said that that meant something to him, that this team was having something this year in the group of you guys they didn't have last year. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that's going to give us a boost. Those are three great players there, uh, Jalen, Rob, and Elijah are going to help us a lot this year and, and throughout the next couple years as players, and they're both, they're all great guys and definitely get something that last year's team didn't have. And i got to ask you lastly just about Jerry McNamara and just what you can say about, I mean, obviously you've known him for a while, yeah. but being in the room with him, just what that means? I mean, it means everything, just watching him growing up and tr just wanting to be like him as a player and idolizing him is something and finally working out with him and learning from him is something no one else uh, I'd rather learn from than GMAC. Thanks man. I always yeah. appreciate talking with yeah. you on the phone. It's good to finally yeah, meet you. Yeah, yeah. Nice to meet you You've too. been good? That coming from Buddy Bayheim. Buddy Bayheim, obviously the son of the great Jim Bayheim and the brother of Jimmy Bayheim over at Cornell, spending some time with me this morning in our basketball preview that will happen throughout the week for Syracuse Orange Men's Basketball. Coming up next is another newcomer to the team this season on the court, but he was with the team all last season prepping and getting ready, and that is Elijah Hughes. We speak on him with him first and foremost about coming out of the stable, so to speak. He's had to wait his turn. He had to watch last season, and now he's coming out of the gate. He's coming out of the stable. What does he think of that? Uh, it's exciting. I'm just excited. I'm just ready to get going. This team, you got to watch them last year make the run that they did to the Sweet 16 with five and a half guys with Barama not being at 100%. You guys have depth now. Just what you can say about taking that success from last year and make sure that you translate it into this year and, and move forward. Uh, it just shows, you know, the kind of resilient guys we got in this team. You know, guys that just, that just keep playing, play hard regardless. We've been waiting to see you. What should fans be excited about? Um, just my competitiveness, you know, what I bring to my energy level I bring to the game. And, you know, just how hard I play. I'm just ready to, I'm just ready to go. Being a utility guy, being able to bounce around and be in the front court and the back court, just speak with me on that versatility. Um, you know, something that I was a God gave me tell I'd say, you know, I was able to handle the ball, shoot the ball, you know, have a high IQ, make plays. So I just something that was really much God gave to me. The brotherhood, the family, a lot of your teammates have spoken with me about that. O'Shea comes back, Tyus comes back. Tyus said that he saw something special in the team this year. Just what you can say about that? Um, you know, he, he wasn't wrong, and I agree with him. You know, this, this team could do a lot of stuff. You know, we have a lot of weapons, a lot of versatility, and we could we can get, we can do a lot to some teams in ACC. Just what you can say about the freshmen coming in as well and what they bring to this team? Uh, they're all talented. You know, they all bring something different to the table. You know, I feel like Jalen's best asset is just being you know, a tough New York City guard, a gritty guard. You know, Buddy, the way he shoots the ball, and you know, Rob is versatility on offense at his height. And I think that I saw you recently at Chick Fil A yeah. when we when we shook hands, got to spend a moment there. So I have to ask you what you eat when you go to what's the go to at Chick Fil A? Uh, regular chicken sandwich, no pickle, and extra Chick Fil A sauce. 
Do you have the Polynesian sauce ever? No, 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 no. Just Chick-fil-A sauce. Just Chick-fil-A sauce. Okay, what's the side? Fries? Fries and a vanilla milkshake. And a vanilla milkshake. Vanilla. Have you had the cookies and cream? No, I haven't yet. I heard it's good though. You gotta try that one. I will next time. Next right. time. This is a wake-up call fast break. This is Jimmer Sikowski, owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, right in front of the Home Depot. I had a deep feeling that God wanted me to do something bigger with my life and to help people, help others. I kept putting Chick-fil-A in my life, and I realized as I was going through the franchise selection process that uh, positively impacting the lives of others was really core to what we do here at Chick-fil-A. First of all, it starts with the food. The food is brought in fresh daily you know we bring in local produce we prepare to order in the kitchen we hand bread our chicken we hand spin our milkshakes it's it's great food it doesn't taste like fast food I, I think the second thing is is the way people feel when they come in a chick-fil-a restaurant it's different we, we try to treat people with intentional kindness here which is very different and deeper than good customer service and so I think it feels remarkable for most people to come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. And then lastly, the impact that we try to have in the community is very different. It's a big part of the expectation of every operator of a Chick-fil-A restaurant is that they're actively engaged in their community, they're a leader in the community, and they're, they're making a difference. When they realize that what we're striving to do is to shine a little light in their life, that's a very, very different experience uh, than you will have at any other quick service restaurant. And it's that remarkable experience that I think people will emotionally connect with. I'm George Townsend of Honda City with some good advice from buying a new car. The true cost of owning a new car is determined by the appraised value when you trade it. No vehicle appraises higher than a Honda. Next, look for low APRs and deep discounts. You also want low maintenance costs and great fuel economy. That's why my advice to you is to buy a new Honda. Looking pre-owned, visit our Honda Certified Used Car Center. Honda City, 7140 Henry Clay Boulevard, Liverpool, or hondacity-cny.com. For all of us that have always wanted our favorite restaurant to come to us, it's now a reality in Central New York with It's a Utica Thing, with Utica Pizza Company bringing their wonderful recipes that they've handed down through generations to you, to your event, to your business, to your home. It's a Utica Thing, proudly bringing Utica Pizza Company on wheels to your location. Call 315-738-8946. That's 315-738-8946 to bring Utica Pizza Company to your doorstep with It's a Utica Thing. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time right here on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Live streaming internet radio available to you every single weekday outside of, you know, holidays and whatnot. And you can also listen to the live stream on wakeupcalldt.com's homepage because the live stream is embedded there for you to be able to listen to. So if you're on the website and you're reading articles and checking things out, watching videos and looking up the, the businesses that we're proud to work with and whatnot, you can also listen to the show on wakeupcalldt.com's homepage 
right from that homepage. You can listen to the Mix LR feed. So thank you. However you're listening and wherever you're listening from, God bless you and much appreciation to each and every single one of you for being tremendously awesome people and spending some time with me appreciating what I do and how I do it and the the difference that we are, the different sound, the different feel. Thank you so much for that love. I can't I honestly cannot thank you enough. So thank you for being a part of my dreams and thank you for being a part of my goals and thank you for being positive people in the community that are trying to do what I'm trying to do, which is just work as hard as you can to be a good person and do good things and be able to go to sleep and put your head on the pillow and not have to think about all the uh, things you did wrong, but instead, you know, to appreciate, you know, the, the things that you have done right and the people that you love and just surrounding yourself with good people. So just know if you got nowhere to go, you can always come here. And if you have places to go, you can still always come here. So thanks for listening. I appreciate it. You have heard in today's show from Robert Braswell and Buddy Bayheim, two true freshmen to Syracuse in our one-on-one conversations. You have also heard from Elijah Hughes, who was here last season but could not play due to NCAA transfer rules. So he has three seasons left with the Orange And we had a great time talking with one another this week as well. So I want to thank him for that. And coming up next is Howard Washington. Howard Washington and I have spent plenty of time speaking with one another. Always appreciate his time and just a really chill guy, really a really nice guy and a hardworking guy. So I appreciate him. I thank him for his time. I asked him how he's feeling right now coming off of his injury that he suffered last season and just kind of where he's at, and that's where we start the conversation. Good. Uh, Right on pace, just getting back into swing and practicing, strengthening and working with Ryan and Brad and those guys every day, just getting back to, you know, getting back to 100%. What do you feel, you know, timetable-wise as far as when you'll be able to get back out there? Uh, right now, there's no no exact set date. Like I said, I'm pra- I've been practicing. Um, I'm not playing tonight, but I've have been practicing and getting back into work. I mean, I've been working out and doing the stuff since since school started and since the sun- over the summer. So um, I'm right on pace where I need to be. You know, no setbacks or anything like that. So I sh- I sh- I'm gonna be good. Speaking with the staff, speaking with Coach Beheim, just what you can say about, you know, do you feel that maybe this year you're, even though you're, I, know you're, I know you're coming back from injury and it's going to take some time, but have you kind of realized maybe carving out a spot for yourself and, and finding a place in this team? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I I feel like I'll definitely be a, a key piece, you know, uh, bring what I can to the table, you know, do what I have to do, whatever whatever needs to be done. And our main goal is to win. So whoever whoever can help us win is who's going to play. Uh, and that's always been coach's philosophy. He says that to everybody. You know, just, there's no favorites, no this and that. Whoever five or ten or however many people he wants to play or sub rotate, we do whatever it takes to win. So I think I could definitely can help. What is it about your game that you feel you can bring? What's that element that you bring to this team? Uh, just a, a team leader. Uh, I like to distribute. I like to distribute the ball. I like to get guys the ball. I know we have, we have a bunch of scorers. When we're adding Elijah, keep bringing back Ty, Soche, Frank, guys. You know, like to score. I think I can bring. I mean, obviously I can score as well. But one thing that I think that's different in me is I'm a, a facilitator. You know, I want to run a team. I want to you know get guys involved. Uh, I mean, honestly, I would prefer a 10 assists than 20 points. The game, you know, because I, mean? I know I have guys that that's what they do. You know, I mean, Ty, guys like Ty score the ball. O'Shea, like I said, Elijah's coming in this year, a great scorer. Um, so I really think I could just bring a, a, a good team leader, uh, vocal, vocal leader, lead by example, and be a good distributor. 
Tyus said that you know he saw some some key pieces coming in that you guys didn't have last year. Robert Braswell, Jalen Carey, Buddy Bayheim. Just what you can say, and, and Elijah as well. Just what that brings to the table. Uh, a lot. I mean, it just brings depth. I know depth. I mean, coach has been talking about it. Uh, we see stuff all over, whatever interviews and stuff. The coach has done that. That's. I mean, last year we had five, six guys playing 40 minutes a game, and we still did well and succeeded. So. The same. We have the same template. The same. You know. Same. We're going to attack everything the same exact way, with more depth. And it just helps when we have two, three, four guys at a position that there's no fall off. There's no slack or anything like that. So I think that's definitely going to help us a lot this year. What have you learned about yourself going through the adversity of the injury and, and just everything that's gone on being on the team last year, being involved in part of it, and then having the season you know kind of shortened for you as far as what the injury did? Just what you learned about all that? Um, I mean that there's more to just. I mean there's there's more to life. Like obviously you know I was still on the sideline every game, you know helping guys out, still trying to be a leader even if I'm out on the court. You know talk to guys, help guys out here and there, uh, keep guys up, uplifting, try to be a coach on you know second second coach or coach. On the floor, even though I wasn't on the floor, just talking to guys or whatever it may be. So definitely that I was able to be impactful and helpful last year in our run, um, even if I wasn't on the court. And that definitely you know helped me. And I know the guys appreciate it, coaches appreciate it. And I wasn't selfish about it. I know I got injured, or whatever it may be, but I wasn't just on the bench or didn't come to the games. You know what I mean? So I still, I, I love the game. I love basketball. I love you know everything like that. So that's that definitely showed that. That coming once again from Howard Washington Jr. Howard Washington Jr. Uh, didn't have a lot of time on the court last season when he was healthy. Then he got hurt, so he is rehabbing, getting better, as you know he was speaking about. And I really hope that there's a place on this team for him. Like he said, he doesn't look for his shot first. He is a traditional point guard. He would rather have what he said, you know, 10, 11 assists, as opposed to going out there and you know scoring the ball and whatnot. So he is a distributor. And I look forward to him finding his place because he is one hell of a kid. And I really just, you know, there's people in life that you root for. He works really, really hard, diligently. Uh, all the guys do. And you just want to see him have a place out there on this team. So much love and much respect to Howard Washington. Up next is Tyus Battle. Uninterrupted conversation, him and I talking about his decision. Hindsight being 2020, just what he now can say about coming back to Syracuse. I mean, uh, it's, I think it's a great decision. We have a really good team. Uh, we added really, really uh, important pieces that I think we really needed. And um, since practice has started, I think we're, we're looking really good. So I'm excited. Those pieces, Robert Braswell coming in, Jalen Carey, Buddy Bayheim, Elijah Hughes is now available to play. Just what you can say about those pieces and, and what you think maybe you were needing last year that you get from those guys. I mean, the biggest thing is the score offensive end. Uh, they, they can all score. They have all they all have high IQs. and um, But they're, they're all good people. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, you always need to gel well as a team, and uh, we get along on and off the court. So uh, that makes it that much better. Coach Audrey said, going off of that, that this is a we team, and mm -hmm. that you know you guys don't have to necessarily play 40 minutes yeah. this year. You were one of the guys that had to do that every game. Mm -hmm. Does it feel good to be able to say maybe maybe it's 37, maybe it's 35, maybe I get to to breathe a little bit? I mean, it helps. It definitely helps. I mean, you get a little uh, a little a little longer rest and break. Um, and, and when you're in the game, you can just go that much harder because you know you have someone that's just as good that's coming to help you out and take you out. So um, you just got to leave it all on the floor. 
O'Shea deciding to be here as well. Just what it means to to you guys to both come back onto this team. Like you said, you saw something here. Did you guys kind of get together and say, you know, there, there's something brewing here that could be special? Oh, I, 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 we all knew it. We all knew it. We all knew, knew the pieces we were adding. And uh, we all know how good we can be, the potential we have. Um, so we just got to make it happen. Five and a half guys with Brahma not being 100% last year, and you go to the Sweet 16. What do you see in this team right now? Because, I mean, from the outside looking in, from my perspective at least, it's Sweet 16 and, and maybe more than that, knowing that you guys gutted it out last year and now you have some more bodies. Uh, I mean, I said it multiple times last year, but the last, the last year's team what we uh, brought to the table was our heart and how hard we competed every time we stepped on the floor. And we have everyone back from that last year's team, so we're just improving on that. I mean, we have guys who can score the ball. Our defense will always carry us. Um, so I'm really excited. We, we, we really look like a complete team right now. What did you learn the most when you have gone through these last couple off seasons and you know spoken with the NBA and through that process? What have you learned about yourself? Um, I mean, I just learned about the professional lifestyle. I mean, how hard these guys work, um, how much film you have to watch, how much you have to take care of your bodies. And as a collegiate athlete, you don't really understand that until you see that. You have to see it firsthand. And I, and I saw it, and I know how how hard you actually have to go to actually make it. So uh, it's, it's, an, it's exciting and just being able to play basketball for the rest of your life and yeah. it's, it's, just, it's just really incredible. You took full advantage of, of the ruling that they have, that opportunity of going out there, testing the waters. If you don't hire an agent, you can still see what the NBA's thinking. You can still do workouts, mm -hmm. but then you have the opportunity to come back. Because you've utilized that rule not once but twice, just how important do you think that rule is to collegiate athletes? Oh, I think it's, a, it's extremely important. I mean, a lot of players, they don't understand... They, they might not know where they're going to land. Uh, I mean, it's such a broad, it's a, it's a hard decision. It's a life decision. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're all young. I mean, and it's, a, it's, probably, it's the biggest decision we're probably going to make, one of the hardest decisions we're going to make in our lives. So yeah. um, just to have a little glimpse of what you're getting into, I think that, that really helps us a lot. You decided to come back here, but your eyes light up when you talk about playing basketball for the rest of your life. I mean, as a little kid, holding the basketball, I'm sure you can go back to those memories of this is what you've always dreamt of. So yeah. you got another run with Syracuse here, but after going through the process, can you see yourself doing this for the rest of your life? Is, is, it, is it tangible yet? Uh, I mean, I, I, I've seen that since I was oh, since I was like eight. I mean, that's, that's always been my dream. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I know it's a lot of people's dreams, and it's just it's so hard to accomplish. Uh, but I know it's going to be so satisfying uh, once you actually make it. So uh, I'm just here now, and uh, I mean, I'm just excited for the season, and, uh, and and we'll see what what happens after the season. Well, I don't know. So. And lastly, for me, just I got to ask you about Frank because yeah. you and Frank have done this together yeah. for so long, and you got another run, one more run together. Yeah. Frank's gutted out wins, you've gutted out wins, you guys are the vets. I mean, just what you can say about going through, not only having to go through the trenches, but doing it with him. I mean, uh, I mean, Frank's a great guy. I mean, we've been, we've been through it all. Uh, so uh, we had some tough games last year, the games we had to gut out, and then uh, it didn't look like we were going to win it, but we ended up, we ended up going down and winning it. So uh, Frank's one of our key leaders, um, and uh, we're, we're, 
what are two guys, especially from last year, who had that real that experience that we didn't have, that a lot of the guys didn't have last year. So um, me and him are, are the leaders of this team, and uh, I think we're ready to lead these guys this year. So. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. That was coming from Tyus Battle just now. A great conversation. And, they, you know, I always tell people, you know, when we're recording commercials or, you know, especially when I'm doing that, if I'm working with a business and I'm like, hey, you know, if you're going to voice the commercial, you have to smile when you talk because – you can hear people smile, and I want to thank Johnny. That's that I that I knew from my days in Scranton and uh, the Rock Station because when him and I were recording commercials, he told me that he said, "Smile when you talk." He said they can hear you smile. If you smile, then it makes people. Like they can feel, they feel that like sunshine. They feel that happiness. So smile when you talk because they can feel that. And I could, you know, I mean, obviously I was with Tyus doing this conversation, but listening back to it here in the studio while you're listening to it, I can hear him because I know when he was smiling and I, so I'm listening for it. I'm like, can you tell? And you can, you know, when I talk to him about going to the NBA and I talk to him about his dreams and realizing this thing. He honestly, bless his heart, he looked like a little kid. He looked like a little kid that's like, wow, I'm finally going to do, I'm going to live my dreams. Like, it's such a beautiful, wonderful thing. And, you know, how can you be mad? That's my, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, I understand that, you know, fans miss players and it breaks their heart when a player leaves, but how could you be mad when you, like, if you saw what I saw and you saw his happiness and just like how proud he is of himself and just how he's like a, you know, like a kid in a candy store, you know, he's just so excited. You know, when I see that on his face, I can't help but be proud for him and happy for him. And, you know, it, like he makes you want to, you know, he made me want to give him a big hug and be like, you know, dude, enjoy every moment because this is, this is your life, you know, live your dreams. Don't ever let anybody stop you from living your dreams because they're yours and God gave those to you. So use them. It just, it does. It's so heartwarming. And, and I really, really hope you could hear him smile because he was smiling from ear to ear and it was, it was beautiful. It was wonderful. And, uh, I just, I always appreciate my time with Tyus. We've spent a lot of time together, man. And, uh, and he is one special player. He is one special, special player. And I told you that I thought he was coming back and, you know, being right, you know, because, you, you you know, I I make my educated prognostications on this show. And being right with this one is a really good thing. So shout out to Syracuse having Tyus because that makes them hella dangerous. And uh, I think it's the first time I ever used hella on the show. And, and Frank Howard, <clears throat> I want to thank Frank for... Everything he's done and all the time that we've got to spend together, he's been tremendous. 
<clears throat> and to anybody that thinks that Frank Howard is not an integral part of this team and a special part of this team is nuts. Marek Dolajai, every Pascal Chuku, Barama Sidibe, everybody on this team played a role last year to get to the Sweet 16. And outside of a couple possessions that were muffed, so to speak, Syracuse is in the Elite Eight. And I was with them the whole way. All the way to Omaha. And it wasn't easy to get to Omaha, Nebraska. And Omaha, Nebraska, I love you to pieces. But somebody please make it easier to fly into Omaha, Nebraska from Syracuse. Please. <laughs> I had to fly from Syracuse to Minneapolis, Minneapolis to Des Moines, Iowa. And, I, and then I rented a car and drove two hours to Omaha, Nebraska. I went straight to the game. I went to, and then I went into my room. I hadn't eaten, so I ordered a pizza that I didn't want in the middle of the night. The pizza got there at like 1 a.m. Then I edited until 3 a.m., and then I had to get up for a flight like six or seven hours later and go straight to the airport. I wasn't in Omaha, Nebraska for 24 hours. I was in Omaha, Nebraska for maybe 14 hours. So, let's make it a little bit easier, folks, <laughs> to get to Omaha, Nebraska. And if you think Syracuse's airport is small, Omaha, Nebraska's airport is a third of the size of Syracuse's airport before we start a construction. Very tiny. Very tiny. You know, outrageously tiny. So, that being said... I did appreciate my time there. It's just, I mean, it was beautiful. The whole area where like the Century Link Arena is and all that stuff was really beautiful and where they do the College World Series and all the hotels and all that stuff. But finding Omaha, Nebraska is like finding Area 51. You drive and drive and drive and there is nothing but grass and the sky and grass and the sky. There's not even trees. It's like grass and sky, weeds and sky and then you're like, if I turn this corner and there's not a bunch of lights, I don't know where the hell I am. And it is like you like through the rain, I literally turned a corner and I was like, oh, like it was all it, it was like Area 51. It was like either everything's going to be in one place or I drove in the wrong direction for two hours and everything was just sitting there in one place. And then when you leave this one area, you drive a straight line to the airport. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. There's a gas station. <laughs> so just very interesting, Omaha, Nebraska. For all you Syracuse fans that didn't make it out to the game, you didn't miss much. And Omaha, Nebraska should not be throwing shade at Syracuse, I'll tell you that. So I appreciated my time. I loved the arena. That's And it's where Creighton plays, which is really cool. But Omaha, Nebraska is not a place that I would imagine there being the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight because it's very hard to get to. Like Atlanta makes sense. Orlando, Minneapolis, New York City, Washington, D.C., those all make sense. That did not make sense. 
Omaha, Nebraska is like where like you may you would do the first four. Because you're trying to get tens of thousands of people into Omaha, Nebraska, and your airport has one terminal, one place to eat, which isn't wide open. It's not like a closed restaurant. One place to buy stuff, and security is is up against gate one because they don't have space. They have like four gates. And somehow Air Alaska was in Omaha, Nebraska. Don't ask me how. Of As tiny as this airport was, it was like, hey, we go to Alaska. And I was like, how many people from Omaha, Nebraska are going to Alaska on the regular? That's a statistic that I want one of my listeners to send to me. Let's take a step aside for a fast break. And when we get into hour number two, we're hitting the NFL in just a moment. This is a wake-up call fast break. Utica Pizza Company spells family, your family, my family, their family. The recipes that they have shared with each other throughout the years and have now been so gracious to share them with us. I can sit here and talk with you about all the great things that are on the menu. We'd be here forever. So let me say this. Utica Pizza Company is second to none. And now you can bring it home with you and you can dine in in the restaurant. UticaPizzaCompany.com will give you all the information that you need. And let me say, these Utica Greens, they're the best. Utica Pizza Company. Call them and place your order at 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. Families break bread at Utica Pizza Company. Gear up with the real deal at Drysig Apparel. Creating what people are going to see and learn about you before they even meet you. Gear up for what you need for your team, business, or event. To look professional, look good, and feel good, outfit yourself at drysigapparel.com. That's D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G apparel.com. The only place to gear up with the real deal. What's the universal language of a fan? Clapping your hands. With Fan Hands, the ultimate sports fan accessory, find your team color, slip them on, and start cheering on your favorite team with 11 different colors always in stock on FanHands.com, where you'll find the ultimate sports fan accessory. Real fans wear Fan Hands. Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature sport court where you can enjoy basketball, volleyball, pickleball, soccer, lacrosse, and more year-round in their indoor facility. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. True by Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash Wake Up Call DT, always proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, right here where sports meets life. And what does that mean, folks, to those of you that haven't listened to before, listen before, where sports 
meets life is what I say about Wake Up Call with Dan Satora. And what that essentially means is that I take sports <clears throat> as a venue, as a, as a vehicle, as a car, so to speak. So sports is my car. And I use it to bring people together in life because I use my sports show to spread positivity, cheer, love, respect, appreciation, advice, perseverance, determination, adversity. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. And when I'm beaten down, I help more. Yesterday was one of the tougher days of my life. And I feel like every single day in the last week, I've, I've said that, that this day was the toughest day of my life or this day was one of the toughest days of my life. So every day I keep, I, I keep getting surprised in, in, a, in a bad way <laughs> with, with stuff. But I keep fighting because I can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. You know, it makes me think of Diddy when I hear that. And Mace is like, eh, eh, eh. I, I never knew that you could make millions of dollars going on track going, eh, 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 uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Like if I knew that, I mean, I, I use my voice for a living. I'd be doing that all the time. I'd be like, Diddy, move aside. And, you know, Drake's like, I got a new album coming out. I'd be like, cool. I'm going to get, you know, sign me up. I'm going to get a million dollars a day coming into the studio and Drake Drake doing his thing and me going, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, why not? Why not do that, man? I need some, I need some pocket money, <laughs> some funny money. I, it, it's, it's, it's crazy, but you know what? To each their own, man, do you. So Diddy's making millions of dollars going, uh-huh, yeah. I mean, why would you stop? That's all he's doing. Must be nice, bro. Must be freaking nice. So that's that's what I say about techno music all the time. People that like techno music, bless your heart. I don't get it. I don't. I try, but I do, I don't get it because it's it's just like. And and then like, that's all it is in the club. And then like, and then what happens? There's one line in the song. I like cheesecake very much, very much, very much. I like cheesecake very much. It's like somebody took a nursery rhyme and a bunch of people banging on things and made it a song and somebody got paid for that. Somebody got paid for that. I like cheesecake. I like cheesecake. I like cheesecake very, very much. And like, I mean, it's like, what? I'm sitting here, busting my behind, doing what I love, trying to make money and do my thing. And somebody sat in the studio and made that song. It got paid for it. Why am I not making techno music? I know how to make music. I know how to speak. It's like, maybe now with like my voice being out a little bit, maybe they would like that. Maybe like, you know, in the techno world, 
you know, in the techno vibe right now, we're kind of looking for somebody whose voice is kind of hoarse. So could you do this line for us? Yeah, what's the line? Boats are interesting. They are on the water. Like, I mean, what, like... Uh, again, everybody likes te- techno music. Bless your heart. I can't. I can't jump in the pool with you. I, I'm sorry. I can't. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know how talking about where sports meets life has led me to this conversation this morning, but this is my random stream of consciousness, and I think it makes the show fun. So I allow myself to be myself, God forbid, and have a good time. So, getting back to my point, Wake Up Call is where sports meets life, which essentially means that I use this show as a way of spreading faith, God, positivity, goodness. Because anybody can spew off sports jargon to you and make it sound like it's real. But I value my knowledge, I value my wisdom. And I think that my knowledge and wisdom about life far outweighs my knowledge and wisdom about sports. And I think I know a lot about sports, to put it into perspective. I try to learn as much as I can about life. And I, you know, I care a lot. That's the thing. I care a lot. I love really hard. So I get hurt really bad. And to those of you out there that are like that, that just like love with everything you got, it feels like you get punched in a lot of unpleasurable areas when you get hurt, but you know, you're in control of your mind. So if somebody hijacked your thoughts, take them back. Someone hijacked your heart. Start treating yourself right, feeling good about yourself. You know, somebody hijacked your body, protect yourself. Somebody hijacked your soul. That's God's. That's that doesn't even belong to you. I mean, that's that's it's his first and then it's yours. So don't let anybody ruin your life, man. Just don't do it. It's not worth it, right? You know, you woke up this morning not for somebody to end your life. You woke up this morning to continue your life. So if if there's people that are trying to end your line and you're continuing to walk, continue to walk. No matter how terrifying it is, you never walk alone. God is always with you, as as painful as it is for some people to hear me say that. And I'm always with you. I always got your back. I want you to do well. As long as you're not hurting anybody and you're doing good things in the world, you got me. If you're cheating on somebody or you're the person that somebody's cheating with, I mean, you can go to a very warm place that's not Florida someday. But outside of that, you know what I mean? If you're not lying, cheating, stealing, murder, like, I mean, obviously those things I'm not going to be here and be like, oh, yeah, you know, keep doing it. If you are a wrecker of worlds, you're obviously wrecked inside. Broken people don't cheat. Broken people don't steal. Broken people don't pursue cheaters broken people don't pursue violence or I'm sorry broken people pursue cheaters broken people pursue violence like normal people don't pursue bad behavior good people don't pursue bad behavior 
I will tell you with utter certainty that I can't say I had a bad day and go out and do something horrible and have people go, oh, yeah, you just made a mistake. Like Charles Manson did not make a mistake. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, as long as you're being a good person, doing good things, I got your back. But when you step off that line, I'll pray for you because you obviously need it. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ride with you in in your vehicle of life because that vehicle is going off a cliff and I'm not willing to die for your sins. I mean I'm not I can't do that. <clears throat> you know Jesus did it. Bless him. The longer I'm in this world, I'm like wow, <laughs> wow. He died for all the sins back then. I don't know if he knew they were gonna be this high right now, but. You know, where sports means life is wake-up call. It's, it's, it's a driving force. It's a positive reinforcement to your life. And I thank you for listening because knowing that somebody out there appreciates, you know, the positivity and the determination is, 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 is awesome. And this show it never has to cross the line because... Some people believe there are no lines in life and everybody could just willy-nilly. I believe that's a very dangerous world to live in if there are no lines and there are no consequences. So <clears throat> to me, you got to establish those. And on this show, you know, we, we have never been prejudiced, racist, sexist, bigoted, chauvinistic pig. You know, there's, there's nothing here. This is a safe place. You know, we're on the internet. I could swear every three seconds if I wanted to. I, there's nothing holding me back. But we don't because it's a family show. And I love when grandparents are like, I like your show. And I like when, you know, little kids are listening to the show. I love that because hopefully we can, you know, I'm always trying to help the people that are, you know, grown and adult but I'm also trying to help the next generations and I'm trying to help myself. You know, it's very therapeutic to come on the air and to, to speak my truth because it, it helps me help you hopefully, but it helps me help me. You know, I've been told before by Syracuse fans, like you're our therapist. Like we listen to your show to like sit on a couch and deal with our problems. And, you know, I use, I use it for the same way too. You know what I mean? I, I'm not stupid. So I, I greatly appreciate the love and I greatly appreciate all that you do. And I thank you so much for being who you are and for being awesome. So with that being said, in the second hour of today's broadcast here on Tuesday, I can't believe I'm saying this Tuesday, October 16th, but Tuesday, October 16th, I, I feel like my birthday was four months away and it's five days away. And thank you to my friends that I won't be alone on my birthday. Because this birthday is going to be challenging and different. But it's still my birthday. I love my birthday. You know, do, do you like your birthday? I mean, do you like your birthday? I asked the world. Do you like your birthday? Because some people are like, oh my God, you know, it's aches and pains and I'm getting older. I love my birthday. It's an excuse to like celebrate yourself. You know what I mean? Not in a cocky way. It's, it's, but... It's like your it's like your holiday, you know what I mean? It's 
It's just, it's so much fun. I love my birthday. I love it so much. And I'm doing everything in my power to not make this one gut-wrenching. And it won't be because I know that nobody's going to let me like, you know, sit in the house. And, but I I mean, I do, I love my birthday. I I love it. I'm going to be 33 and I've decided for the rest of my life that where, where, if and where I can, and you know that when I challenge myself, I'm going to complete that challenge. When I, when I demand something out of myself, I will do it. And my challenge to myself is to find some sports figure that I like or something like Robert Downey Jr. was 33 when he did this really cool, you know, so it is my determination to find something every year to connect to the number that I am. So I'm 32 right now. So this is my Magic Johnson year. Next year, or my, my birthday coming up this week, I'll be 33. So it's my Kareem Abdul-Jabbar year, my Scottie Pippen year. That's really good stuff because there's really awesome people that wore 33. Elijah Hughes is wearing 33. So shout out Elijah. Maybe this first year for Syracuse, you help lead them to the final four. By all means, do it. You're wearing 33. That's my age. I'll take some credit. I won't. I'm kidding. But you know what I mean? So if you're one of those people that every year you get older, you get like negative, don't get negative. Like, why would you be mad that God gave you more time? You know how many people are begging for time? It's so funny how people that I have in my life and that you have in your life, we all know people who waste time. They just waste, they waste good things, they waste opportunities, they waste time. And there's somebody in a hospital with cancer right now saying, if only I had five more minutes. And then you know somebody who has wasted five years, six years. And that person with cancer is like, you know, are you kidding me? You know, and it's a challenge for me. It's a challenge for, I think, a lot of people, especially in the world we live in today because we're so inundated with, you know, there's just information everywhere to find that time that, you know, to meditate, to find that time, that peace. It's it's so important. And Giuseppe said, I love it because the fiance definitely makes me feel way more special than I need to be, but it's great, so I'm not complaining. Well, Giuseppe, it's nice that some of us have women in our lives that appreciate us. It's nice that you have something that is so rare, Giuseppe. So rare. Even more rare than I thought it was, which was very, very rare. So if you have a fiance that makes you feel special, kiss that woman, hug that woman, love her up because God stopped. I feel like God stopped making that model a long time ago. It is so hard to find a good one. You know what I mean? So just, and, and see, this is what I love about my show is that last year or last year, yesterday, I was talking about real life stuff and you, my listeners sent me the problems that you're going through. 
You sent me the things that were bothering you. You sent me the things you needed help with. You thanked me for giving you a positive message that you could take with your day that you really needed that I didn't even know you need. And Giuseppe, you just kept that going. You sent me a message, a godsend today, that what I'm talking about, taking a little break from typical sports and talking about life, that you appreciated that. That that meant something to you. That you weren't like, oh my God, get to NFL. Why is he talking about life? Why is he trying to, you know, preach to me? I love, you know, I've never met a good person that says don't preach to me. Because whenever you try to give them advice and help them, they call it preaching. I call it helping. I call it, I want you to be a happy person. I haven't preached a day in my life. I've only tried to help. And people that don't want to get help, they call it preaching. So Giuseppe, you know, thank you. Thank you that I'm sitting here talking about life and you felt compelled and safe enough and open enough to share with us all that this meant something to you. Giuseppe also said he'll be 33 the day after Christmas. Well, happy Kareem Abdul-Jabbar year, my brother. Isn't that cool? We both to have we we both get to have a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar year in the same year. Now, my question to you, Giuseppe, is: Do people do people screw you know screw you on the on the gift? Gifts aren't everything. By any stretch of the imagination, if you're materialistic, I probably don't want to know. I know I don't want to know you. And I'm not saying this about Giuseppe. I'm saying it in general. But Giuseppe, I got to ask this question because this question is important. Do people skimp out on your birthday and tell you that you're going to get like one big gift? Because you're so close to like Christmas is the 25th. Your birthday is the 26th. So do you get less because people are like, oh, you know, like I went all out for you for Christmas. So that's your birthday too. Like I got to know, does the fiance give you birthday and Christmas or is it just, hey, I love you. Here's some stuff. I, I got to know that you won't get in trouble. You're in a safe place. But I, I got to know. And and when you hear me say like Giuseppe or Johnny or whatever, for people listening for the first time, we have a live feed, obviously, that you're listening to. On that live feed is a chat room. Only members can chat with me. So it's free to do it. You'd be crazy to not be a member. We only have two rules. Justify your opinion and don't be a jerk. Justify your opinion and be respectful. Don't come on here and attack people and say mean things. Justify your opinion. State your case. You know what I mean? And be respectful. So Giuseppe is writing to us right now in the live chat room. And that's why I am uh, I'm bringing him up right now. So Giuseppe, I, I got to know. What's the gift situation like for your birthday? Is it you get stuff for Christmas and they go, that's your birthday too? Or is the fiance doing up both big? You know, is the family doing it big? You, you got to let me know what's what's happening, what's going on. Because now I'm intrigued. Now you have piqued my interest. So we'll we'll get we'll obviously get a message from Giuseppe at some point here, and we'll we'll let you know what he says. But 
getting into the NFL, <clears throat> there's something that Buffalo Buffalo you know Buffalo Bills fans have been through some stuff. Unfortunately. And I'm sorry Bills fans. Giuseppe said to me as well, happy Kareem Abdul-Jabbar year. <clears throat> but we got to know the gift situation, Giuseppe. You're on the spot now. So... We'll see what he has to say about that. Bills fans, I'm sorry what you're going through. I mean, the team is 2-4. and four. They're in last place in the AFC East. The Patriots are getting better. The Bills are getting worse. And now, <clears throat> Josh Allen. See, this, this, but again, you know, again, this is the, this, to me, this is the problem. Josh Allen's already been sacked 21 times. They played six games. That means he's sacked more than three times a game. On average. I'm sorry, though. They played six games. He didn't He didn't play in the beginning. So, pardon me. That statistic is even worse. So, God bless me. Sneezing on the radio. So, he played. No, he played in six games. He played on September 9th. So he's been sacked 21 times in six games. Been sacked 21 times in six games. That's three and a half sacks per game. That's not good. He's injured right now. He has an injured ulnar collateral ligament in his right elbow. sacked 21 times in six games. He has two passing touchdowns and five interceptions in six games. That is not good. That is not good by any stretch of the imagination. Two touchdowns and five interceptions in six games, and he's been sacked 21 times. I have brought it up over and over and over again that maybe the Bills should not be playing Josh Allen as much as they want an opportunity to win, and maybe they think he's their best opportunity. He, the offensive line is allowing too many sacks, and he's and he's gonna get hurt. And here he is; he's now week to week after injuring his elbow. And guess what? They just signed Derek Anderson, who threw the interception at the end of the game for the Bills that they ultimately lost against the Texans. Now the game was tied. This is how bad the Texans are. The game was in Houston, and it was tied 13-13 with a minute 34 left in the game. Derek Anderson came in for an injured Josh Allen, and Jonathan Joseph picked him off and ran it back 28 yards for an interception return for a touchdown to win the game. The Bills were in this game. The Bills were in this game in Houston. As many sacks as they give up and all the problems that they have, the Bills were in this game with a minute 34 left. They were leading the game 13-10 to with 13 minutes left in the game. When Zay Jones got 
a touchdown pass from Nathan Peterman. And pardon me, it was Nathan Peterman, not Derek Anderson, that threw the interception. He threw. This is the thing about Nathan Peterman, bless his heart. I thought he was something good for Pittsburgh. I thought he was going to be productive in the NFL. And as of right now, he has proven me wrong in thinking that he would be productive. He's played in two games this season, and he's thrown four interceptions and one touchdown. Both games that he's played in, he's thrown two interceptions. He threw the game-losing interception. He threw the interception that turned into a Houston Texans touchdown that ended the game for the Bills. Nathan Peterman, from last year to this year, has directly been responsible, and in this case, 100% a hundred percent on that, you know, on that throw. I mean, you can say what you want to say about the receivers and whatnot, but Nathan Peterman has been a big part of turnovers and why the Bills lose. Their offensive line has been a big part of why the Bills lose. So this Bills team that made the playoffs somehow last year that thought Tyrod Taylor wasn't the right fit. Who brought in A.J. McCarron for five seconds and then got rid of him before the season, brought in Corey Coleman and got rid of him before the season. This team has obviously not made good decisions, obviously gone back on some decisions they've made, and putting a rookie quarterback out on the field with an offensive line that cannot protect him, now he's week to week. Now you are forced to play Nathan Peterman or Derek Anderson. And Derek Anderson is serviceable, but he also throws interceptions. I know every quarterback does, but if Derek Anderson was better than average, he wouldn't have been looking for a job this year. He's not the guy who is going to consistently win football games for you. And Nathan Peterman can't even get the ball down the field. The best team that he passes to is the other one. So the Bills are in all kinds of trouble, and Josh Allen was their best bet. But you have no one. This is why George O'Leary said this to me years ago. It starts, I'll never forget this. I hope that I never have dementia or Alzheimer's or any type of disease. And when I'm 100 years old, I hope that I remember this in a positive way, and I'm sharing this with my great-grandchildren if I ever have the opportunity to have children at some point in my life. George O'Leary said to me, it starts in the trenches. You have to build up your offensive and defensive line. Anyone who thinks that it doesn't start in the trenches will never win. is doomed to never win a championship. It starts there. That is your foundation. Your defensive line is your first place of attack to harass the quarterback and not allow points. Your offensive line is the is the thing that protects your quarterback so that he can get points. It is the thing that allows your running backs to run. There are few runners that can run in a bad offensive line. There are many runners that can, can that can succeed in a good offensive line. And good running backs look great when they have a great offensive line. So it starts in the trenches, and anybody who doesn't know that doesn't know football. I agree with you, George O'Leary, 
wholeheartedly. Apparently, the Bills didn't get the memo. Giuseppe did answer us, so let me step aside for a minute. He said, yes and no. Growing up, my parents always separated my gifts. So he did get birthday gifts and he did get Christmas gifts. He said, the past few years, fiance and I decided we would just have a good time on our birthdays, go out and make memories out of it. So no more gifts as of now, but sharing the time now is what we really enjoy. This woman sounds like a great person, Giuseppe. Does she have clones? Sounds like a great woman. I hope for you and your marriage that... She is always that amazing, and you are just as amazing right back at her. That's so cool. You know, that's such a wonderful thing. No more gifts. I got a lot of stuff. I don't need it. Let's just enjoy the day. You know what I mean? Like, let's just go out and enjoy. Like, for for my bachelor party, I've never been to a strip club. I didn't want to go to a strip club, right? I don't like degrading women. And... Like, if I went into a strip club, I'd want to take all the women out of there, and I'd probably be held at gunpoint by, like, the owner or whatever, because it's like, you you don't run that business and not be a shady person. I want to, like, put them all in a van and, like, take them all to, like, a hospital to get cleaned up, and then find them all, like, a home, and get them food and shelter, and, like, that's what I would, if I went into a strip club, I would, I would, like, go and save people. I wouldn't be like, oh, this is fun. I'd be like, oh, you guys all like need, you need like, y'all need help. Like you need a savior. Like you need somebody to, to do something for you. And if God will allow me to, like, I'd love to help you, you know, get better. I mean, like that's, that's where I would be. So on my bachelor party, I didn't want to have a bachelor party. I wanted to have a bachelor day. And so what I did with all my groomsmen, we had a big kid day. We went and ate on the water. At Boreos, we went and ate out on the water. It was freezing, dude. It was like 40, 50 degrees outside. So we went and had an early lunch. Then we went to Destiny USA and we played laser tag at the, wow, Wonderworks. Thank you. My brain just went somewhere in that moment. So I haven't been to Wonderworks in so long. That's I I literally I forgot the name. So we went and we played laser tag at Wonderworks. I found out that my cousin likes to do kill shots on me and put his put you know and then whisper in my ear while he's holding me hostage and tell me that he loves me right before he shoots me in the head. It's wonderful. And I treat him like a little brother. Should I be scared? I th- I think so, Miguel. I love you to pieces, but I think I learned a lot that day. And then, I'm kidding. Obviously, I'm kidding. He's a great kid. I love him very much. So, and then we went to Five Wits, and we did the mummy thing, and then we did the spy thing. We were terrible at the spy thing. And so you have to stop a nuclear bomb from, or a nuclear weapon from being launched. So in my head, I'm like, if you can't figure this out, like, do you just watch it be launched and then like watch it blow up and all these like people die? I mean, like what happens? Like how real is this game? And so essentially what happens if they tell you like you have to stop the missile launch, if you don't stop it, you get four chances in total. So we had three other chances to stop it. We still didn't stop it. We scored like 71 and it was so funny because we came we came off the 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 five wits you know experiment 
and and we told the lady like we did so bad we're like so embarrassed this is so terrible we didn't save the world and she goes oh don't worry and she thought we were talking about the mummy she goes oh don't worry she's like you know like people you know usually struggle she goes on the, and then i was like no we're talking about the spy one she's like oh she's like the spy one she's like well our average score is 91 and little kids seem to do really great on that. And then we were like, thank you. We now feel worse than we did before. Thank you for that insult to injury. So, But we had a ton of fun. We went to what was pole position raceway at the time. And I won. And I didn't win because they let me win. I won because I can friggin' race. Because my cousin Nico, who I also treat as a brother, who's Miguel's brother, Nico was like he's good at video games and all the stuff he knows how to do all these things he got in that go-kart and I kept feeling somebody over my shoulder but I wouldn't look you know they always say don't look back you're not going that way and then when you you know when a football player looks over their shoulder you know they end up slowing down they end up getting caught so I don't like looking over my shoulder and you should never look over your shoulder like it's a sign of fear and whatever so looking over your shoulder not a good thing so I am I keep seeing this 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 thing over my shoulder and I can just kind of feel it, sense it. But I'm like, I'm not going to, I can see it in my peripheral. That's okay. Peripheral's okay. Like if somebody's following you, something like peripheral's okay. I'm not saying like don't protect yourself, but like turning all the way back around and this and that, you know. So I can see somebody coming and I keep cutting the corner tight so that he either has to crash or he has to hit me. At the end of the race, I turn around and finally see who was behind me, who was threatening my quest to be number one, and it was Nico. And he, when I tell you he was like two inches behind me, he was two, maybe an inch and a half, maybe not even two inches. It was crazy. Awesome game. God bless my buddy Evan, who was my best man. He was so scared that he drove about 15 miles an hour. I lapped him like nine times. But the first time that I did, this was only the second time I did it, and I won it. This was the second time I ever raced, and I won. And there was a, there was seven of us on the track. So it was, it was awesome. There was, like, there was like six or seven of us on there. It was awesome. So, because it was just us. It was just the, the, the bachelor party. You know what I mean? So, but bless Evan's heart. When I did, went there the first time, I drove really slow and I tried to learn the course. And that's what he was saying. Like, he's like, it's okay. I don't mind if people pass me. I'm not trying to win. So, but it was a lot of fun and I loved it. And then we did the tightrope. We did that like bungee thing, the canyon climb. We did that at Destiny. That night we went to Dave and Buster's and we had some appetizers because we hadn't like eaten all day. So, you know, we were literally, we were out for 14 hours. And it was fun. It was so much fun. So, you know, that was my long-winded response to Giuseppe, who's listening into the show right now, telling me that instead of buying gifts, he just has fun with his fiance. They just go out and do something for each other. They go make memories. You know, it's not like, oh, hey, I bought you this, I don't know, Avengers figure. It's like, hey, we just, we went out and spent time together. And that's so cool. And that's so much fun. And, and God bless you for that, man. That's so cool. Sounds like she, you got yourself a good lady. And I can tell you from a first-person perspective that it's nearly impossible 
So God bless you for that. That's awesome. And that is tremendous. And you should be very happy and very proud of yourself. That's so cool. So big ups to that. So getting back to the Buffalo Bills, they're in all kinds of trouble. I don't have to beat a dead horse. I've stated all season long that their offensive line is a problem. The fact that Josh Allen's been sacked 21 times in six games is atrocious. That's three and a half sacks a game. That is not healthy. If he continues to be now, now granted, he's not going to be playing this week against the Colts. So there's 16 games in a regular season. Let's say he plays the week after. So let's say he plays 15 games. If he gets sacked three and a half times in 15 games, he'll be sacked just shy of 53 times this season. If that continues to happen over his career, if he's sacked at least fifteen time, or at least fifty-three times, then he'll be sacked a hundred times every two years. And granted, it's not as bad as David Carr that I always bring up with the Texans because he was sacked ninety-three times in one season, which is astronomical and doesn't even make logical sense. But three and a half sacks you're taking a game—that's not good. You should have anywhere from zero to one and a half or two. You should not have, especially, you know, and I know the Texans have some, they got some dogs, but still, Josh Allen being three, and I said that. I said, you know, when they picked up Derek Anderson, I was like, just go play him. Just play him. Even if he's not that good, just go play him because you don't, want to ruin this kid's confidence. You don't want to have this kid get hit early on in his career. If you want him to be your franchise quarterback, you can't let him get sacked three to four times a game as a rookie. You can't do that to him. So, it's crazy. It's crazy, and unfortunately, now Josh Allen's not going to be out there for them. And their options are Derek Anderson, who can do some good things, He's kind of like a Ryan Fitzpatrick, like he can surprise you. I don't trust him to lead my team, but he can surprise you. Nathan Peterman, he would surprise me if he threw touchdowns. He would surprise me if he didn't turn the ball over. He would surprise me if he got the team points. He would surprise me if they won when he was playing. That would surprise me. And it's sad because... I thought that Nathan Peterman would be something in the NFL. I really did, and I hope that he will be. I hope that even even though he's proven me wrong, that he'll prove me right because I, I never root against people trying to live their dreams. I, I If I ever sound like I'm attacking someone personally or bashing someone, I apologize because anybody that knows me knows that that is not my nature and it's not who I am. I want every quarterback in the NFL to be successful. I want Nathan Peterman to be successful. At the same time, I have to, you know, in in wanting him to be successful because you're not you're not going to wish that somebody's dreams don't come true. You have to be realistic and talk about the reality of things and the reality of things right now is that Nathan Peterman is in a lot of trouble. And the Bills are in a lot of trouble and even if Nathan Peterman was a good quarterback, there's no one to protect him. So what's he going to do? You know? And that's that to me is the hard part 
with this team is that what is Nathan Peterman going to do? Even if Nathan Peterman was good, if you have no time to throw the ball, good quarterbacks end up looking like bad quarterbacks. It happens. It's a real thing. Just because you're a good quarterback doesn't mean that every quarterback doesn't suffer when nobody can block for them. Again, it starts in the trenches. So the Bills got a lot of work to do, and hopefully we'll have less and less headaches ahead. But I think that, you know, I I don't think this team is going to the playoffs by any stretch of the imagination, and I think it's going to be a difficult season. I really do. And I feel bad for Bills fans because I feel like they've been through enough punishment, and it took them forever to be a team that's like 500 or have a winning record, and it took them forever to get back to the playoffs. And now it's like, you know, it's it's just more blunders and more issues. So to all the Bills fans out there, I feel for you, and I hope it gets better. Let's take a step aside. We'll be back in a moment. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315-487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature Top It breakfast bar with over 30 different toppings to personalize the most important meal of the day, all complimentary with your stay. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. True by Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price. Having peace of mind when you're out of town that your furry loving friend is safe and sound means taking them to Canine Campground because we all know that when it comes to the love of our pets, it goes well beyond the call of duty to make sure they're safe and sound. Right, Lily? So take a ride to 242 Johnson Street in East Syracuse, New York, and see Canine Campground and where your dog will be staying, in the classic cabin, the executive cabin, the grand cabin, or of course, the luxury cabin, because if you know Lily, you know she loves luxury. Now you don't have to wait to the last minute to find a family member or a friend that'll take your dog for a few days. Call Canine Campground at 315-299-4013. That's 315-299-4013. Their drop-off and pick-up times are Monday through Sunday. Check K9 
campground.com for more information. That's the letter K, the number 9, and campground spelled with a K.com. K9campground.com. When you're going out of town, bring your dog to K9 Campground. Consistency is, well, consistently hard to find. Unless you head to 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, the home of the Penn and Trophy Center, who has been serving us Central and Upstate New Yorkers, as well as beyond, for decades. The Penn and Trophy Center on 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, gives you an amazing and unique way to customize a memory today. Say it with the Penn and Trophy Center. Be it an Employee of the Month award, a sports award, something for your business, engraving for your family, your loved ones, anniversaries, birthday parties, and so much more, including remembering somebody who served in the military. Say it with the Penn and Trophy Center. 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York. The definition of consistency is Penn and Trophy. Browse their products on penandtrophy.com. That's penandtrophy.com. And call them for more information at 315-422-8797. That's 315-422-8797. Let Beauty Come Out of Ashes. The one song that I keep playing over and over. And it's time for the ingredients to success. Proudly brought to you by Utica Pizza Company. It happens at 10.50 every Tuesday broadcast right here to wrap up the show and get you ready for lunch. And when I talk about lunch, I'm talking about Utica Pizza Company. Head over there today, 628 South Main Street, North Syracuse, New York, right by Sweetheart Corners. It is the place to go to, Utica Pizza Company. What a tremendous place. What a wonderful place, 628 South Main Street. If you would like takeout, delivery, or catering, you can call 315-214-3060. For takeout, catering, and delivery, 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. And to learn about It's a Utica Thing, that's their line of sauces. They have so much. They have their tomato pie as well. You can go to itsautikathing.com. That's itsautikathing.com. And when you go to that website, it says, make your thing, make our thing, your thing. And they have their vodka riggy, their roasted garlic riggy, their piggy riggy, veggie riggy, and chicken riggy sauces available, as well as their marinade, their marinara sauce. They also have their creamy balsamic Italian dressing and their Utica grind red pepper, as well as their famous tomato pie available to you in stores throughout the state of New York 
and all throughout central and upstate New York in places like Beacon Skiff, as well as, you know, in places like Beacon Skiff, as well as Stewart Shops, Price Chopper, Nichols, Spiras, so on and so forth. You can find them in so many different places. They worked so diligently to get these sauces to taste right. They spent years on I've known them throughout the entire process. Phil Russo and Charlie DeGristina have worked so hard on making sure their ingredients were right. That's why the Ingredients to Success segment doesn't make any sense to have with anybody else but Utica Pizza Company, and it's a Utica thing. Because they spent so much time putting the right ingredients together. And if everything tasted right but one thing, they didn't do it. Because it all had to be right. It all had to work. It all had to make sense. It all had to be what it was supposed to be. It couldn't be close. It had to be what it was supposed to be. And I marvel at how good these sauces are. I use them at home all the time. And I love the fact that the famous tomato pie, it, it's, it's frozen, right? It's frozen. And there's that like grated cheese on top. When it's frozen. When you put it in your oven and take it out, it literally tastes like they just put the sauce on, sprinkled the cheese on top, and they just made it in-house at Utica Pizza Company and just cut it. I have never tasted anything come out of a box in my freezer that is that authentic and that good and that texture, like the texture of it is tremendous. I have two of them in my freezer right now. So Utica Pizza Company, and it's a Utica thing, when it comes to ingredients to success, how could you not mention them? They spent so much time trying to get their ingredients to be successful that they have more than earned the right to be the ingredients to success here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora. And I thank them so very much for all their love and support over the years. They are a tremendous group to work with, and they are tremendous people, and they make that Italian extended family even more real to me every single day. So shout out to Phil, shout out to Charlie, and shout out to everybody that is working with Utica Pizza Company, and it's a Utica thing. The ingredients to success for this week, kind of stuff that I talked about you know, yesterday and a little bit today, is to know who you are. You know, there are people in this in this world that are easily influenced by other people because they have no self-esteem or they have very little self-esteem. They have to have other people justify what they're doing or they have to have somebody tell them what to do or they're easily coerced into doing something. They can't stand on their own two feet. And usually people that are easily coerced into something or find themselves sinning a lot, there's some type of uh, abuse. You know, drugs, alcohol, personal. There's some type of detachment from reality. So my ingredients to success for you are to not detach from reality. If you don't like your reality, change it. You can't run from it because it'll always be there. When you run from your reality, it's waiting for you at home. Every day, 
every time without doubt. If you run from your reality, your reality is sitting there waiting for you when you come home. So you have a choice to either run and pretend it doesn't exist and continue to run in the wrong direction so far that you don't even know how to find your way back home. Or by the time you get back home, there's no home there for you. You can try as hard as you want to to tell yourself that running is the right thing. You can tell yourself that diving into alcohol or into side relationships or drugs or whatever is the right thing to do. But the only ingredient to living a successful life and moving forward, the only way to live a successful life and to move forward, the only way to live a successful life and to move forward is to face what's in front of you. Face your problems. And if you created them, not only do you have to apologize for them, but it is nobody else's responsibility to get rid of them but you. I am a big proponent of if you broke the lamp, you have to fix it. Now, somebody can help you fix it, but you have to fix it. If I knocked a lamp over as a kid and my mom sat there and repaired it while I went and played, I didn't learn anything. I didn't learn a darn thing. My parents never raised me to quit. My dad told me when I was seven years old and I was playing basketball. And I didn't, I, I wasn't, I wasn't playing a lot. I didn't feel like anybody was passing me the ball. I felt like a forgotten kid on the team. And my dad said to me, you will not quit this team. And I said, dad, you don't get to make, this is my life. I want to quit. He said, no. I said, dad, I want to, I don't want to, I don't want to quit. I don't like that word because my parents taught me not to like that word. I was like, I just don't want to be on the team anymore. And my dad looked at me and I'll never forget this. My dad said to me, if you quit this team, if you quit in this situation, I'll have raised a quitter who will quit for the rest of their lives. And he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right because I am dealing with people in my life right now that when they didn't want to go back to their job anymore, they never called. When they didn't want to pay their bills anymore, they, they just stopped paying. They ran from their house. They ran into alcohol. And and to this day, those same people are still running from everything good in their life and everything positive. They are running because they can't face reality. Because somebody somewhere in their life, when they said, I want to quit, they said, okay. My parents told me you will never quit. You will never quit. And leaving abuse is not quitting. Getting away from something unhealthy is not quitting. Setting boundaries in your life is not quitting. Running from them is quitting. If I ran out of my house, I quit. If I put a fence up around my house to keep the crap out, I'm not quitting. I'm facing reality and I'm building boundaries. There's a reason why we have doors in our house. Boundaries. Or else our neighbors can come in and do whatever the hell they want. 
boundaries. There's a reason why we have fences. There's a reason why we have doors. There's a reason why we have security systems. There's a reason why we have locks. So if we do that in our houses, why can't we do that in our brain? And why don't we do that in our life? When people are not being good to you, why do you let them in your front door? When people are hurting you and stressing you out and causing you pain, why do you open your gate? Why do you open your door? Why do you turn off your security system? And why do you unlock everything? Well, because I'm a good person, Dan, and I believe people deserve second chances. I agree. But you heard the notion, right? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. What's fool me 81 times? If you continue to give chances to someone who continues to hurt you, you're not being a good person. You're being an easy person. You're being a selfless person, but you're not taking care of your health. I'm not saying that people don't make mistakes and I'm not saying people don't have problems, but your ingredients to success in life is not to continuously give chances to the point where you end up in the hospital. You don't have to be beaten by somebody physically to set boundaries. You don't have to have somebody to point a gun at you to set boundaries. Sometimes the most most lethal, most dangerous people never lay a hand on you and never point a weapon at you. They take advantage of your good nature, your good heart, and your belief in God and your ability to forgive. And those are the most dangerous people on the planet. The people who take advantage of your good nature. And then one day when you say, you know what? It's not healthy for me to stay in this relationship. I can't do this. What's the first thing that person says? Oh, so you're God now? You don't give chances? And they guilt you into being a doormat. There is a difference in life with being kind and open or being a doormat. There is a stark difference in life. And people that want chances and people that know they're going to sin and know they're going to hurt you, those are the people that make you feel bad because God forbid you don't give them another chance. There are certain things that are deal breakers for me since I was a kid. When I first started dating, I was like, if any girl ever cheats on me, never, never getting another chance again. Never getting another chance again. There are certain deal breakers in my life. And I had a few of them, but the cheating one, that was the big one. And, you know, and I bring that up because in the world we live in today, you know, people just want to like have free love and do what they want to do and just let their body be. And I'm like, that's, it's so weird to me. You know, like when my buddy calls me and he goes, my girlfriend doesn't want to be called my girlfriend. She doesn't like labels. She just wants me to know that she's with me and to trust that, She's not with anybody else, but she could be with somebody else. And I was like, dude, what, what, like, what, do you, what type of life is that? Or married people that don't wear rings. I don't wear my ring. Why? Oh, because I just don't feel like it. I never trust people that do stuff like that. Because why, why would you? 
99.9% of that time, that person comes back to you a month later, a day later, three years later and says, oh yeah, they cheated on me. They left me. They did this. They did that because there's no responsibility. There's nothing holding you. There's nothing holding you down. I question the character of a person who leaves a job without two weeks notice. I question the character of a person who cheats. I question the character of a person who abandons their house and abandons their family, abandons their children, abandons their abandons their spouse. I question the character of somebody because like Marvin Graves said yesterday on the show, through adversity, you realize the character of a lot of people. How people respond to, you know what, hitting the fan tells you who they are. You will know if somebody is willing to fight for you the moment that things are not easy and things are not, you know, just kind of like laid out there in front of them. When, when adversity punches me in the mouth, I get back up. And some of the best advice I could ever give anybody was what I gave to Johnson College in Scranton, Pennsylvania at the entrepreneurship class when I was asked to speak about starting my own business and being a self-made person. And I said to those kids and adults, there's people of all ages in that class, I said, you will realize in life the things that you love and the things that you think that you love. And the drastically giant ocean that has been in in between those two notions. You love things and you think you love things. When somebody tries to take something away from you that you love, you fight for it. If you don't love it, you don't fight for it. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. Didn't people, didn't your parents tell you that when you were a kid? When the going gets tough, the tough gets going. Cowards and weak people succumb to adversity. They cannot face it. They run. And the only thing they know how to do once they start running is to keep running. Because the farther they get from reality, they just keep hoping there's fantasy in the other direction. That something is just going to make it better. Alcohol, drugs, sex anything. And it never does. Because if you can't face your truth, you are bound to be living in a fantasy world that only alcohol, drugs, sex, cheating, all that. It's the only thing that, I mean, it gives you peace for about five minutes. I just had to give advice to somebody a few days ago. I said, if you, if you keep drinking, you understand when you wake up in your morning, in the morning, your problems are still here. Like six years ago, you told me these are your problems. And now six years later, they're still your problems, but they've gotten progressively worse. And you continue to drink more and more every day, but nothing in your life has changed. I had a friend growing up to smoke weed all the time, smoke weed all the time. And a decade after he was smoking weed in front of me, his personal life had gotten no better. In, in, in business, professionally, he was excelling. But in his personal life, he could not hold down a relationship to save his life. 
And I would venture to say it's probably the same scenario right now. Unless something drastically changed, which that hadn't happened in like 10 to 12 years. So I can't imagine that it would have happened now. My ingredients to success are as hard as life gets sometimes. You have to live it. You can't abandon life. You have to live your life. You are responsible for every word you say. You are responsible for every action you take. Nobody else is. And you can't tell somebody, I did this because you did this. Because that's childish. And it's trying to tell someone, I hurt you because you hurt me or I thought you hurt me. So I hurt you back. And if somebody loves you as much as you may have hurt them, the last thing that they can bring themselves to do is hurt you back. And I know that firsthand through my own eyes. No matter how bad people are to me, I cannot hurt you back. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. Because I have a God that I have to answer to, and I don't want to talk to him about how I stoop down to the level of a scumbag. I can't do that. I can't look up at God and say, I became the thing that I dislike the most. You know, I'm not an angry person. I'm not a violent person. I'm not a swearing person. I'm not an evil person. I I don't wish bad on anybody. I don't hope anybody goes to hell. Do I have my moments where I speak out of anger in the moment? Absolutely. Do I say things I don't mean? Absolutely. I believe we all do. But I apologize. I ask for forgiveness. I pray to God because nobody's perfect. But the ingredients to a successful life is is to first and foremost, not screw your life up in the first place. But if and when you do, to face it to face reality, and to face the consequences of your actions because every action has consequences. All of the good things you do in your life have consequences. All the bad things you do in your life have consequences. There are reactions to everything that happens in your life. There is a consequence to me living my dreams. As crazy as that sounds, there are consequences for that. But again, I love what I do. I don't think I love what I do. I realized very early on in my profession that if I just thought I loved what I did, but I didn't really love it, I wouldn't, I, would ne- I wouldn't be here today doing this. I wouldn't be on the radio talking to you. Because defending my career, defending my dreams, and fighting for what is right is legitimately one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life. And I've had to battle people that I never thought would be on the opposite side. I've had to battle friends and family that have stood in my way. And I realize that I love my dreams and I love myself more than I love them as much as I love them. No one should ever stand in your way. You you ever like date a girl who's got a friend that as soon as you start dating her, she hates you because now she doesn't have a friend anymore. Every girl has a friend like that. I don't know if guys do. I can't speak on that. I've never experienced that, but every girl has, actually, you know what? I can't, I lied. There, there is, it does go both ways because I did experience that with one of my buddies. Every girl and like, and guy, everybody's got a friend. I shouldn't say everybody's got a friend. There's a lot of people that have friends 
that the moment that their friend is happy that they get a job or they get in the college they want to get into or they start dating somebody or they get married or they have kids, they always have that friend going, hey, don't you want to come smoke this? Don't you want to come do this? Don't you want to go out on your husband just one time to see how it feels? The devil in the garden never went away with Adam and Eve. He's never left. There's always temptation in life. And once again, you will find out what you love and what you think you love very quickly because you're willing to hurt the things you don't love, but you could never fathom hurting the things you do. And even when the things that you love hurt you, you can't bring yourself to equalize it because you don't have it in you. And obviously, Lily just agreed with me, as you heard her bark in the studio. My sidekick. So, if I can leave you with anything on today's show and ingredients to success, don't run away from your problems. Don't cause problems. Don't hurt people. And never preemptively strike somebody. And the sick thing about life is when somebody strikes you and you react, they always blame you. And it's the same thing in sports. If somebody knocks you down on the basketball court and you get up and you punch them, that's what the ref sees. The ref never sees them knock you down. The ref sees you react. And that's how it is in relationships. Sick people never blame themselves for what they did to you. They always blame you for your reaction. And how is a broken down person supposed to react when they're kicked in the teeth. I'll tell you, you're never supposed to stoop to their level, but you're allowed to be upset and you're allowed to make choices that ultimately save your life and preserve your happiness. So if I can impart you with any ingredients to success, there you go. I love you all tremendously. I thank you all for being a part of this show because it's so much bigger than a show. It's a lifestyle and it's a movement. And this is God's mission all day, every day. I will do nothing but promote what I believe God wants me to promote out of the goodness of my heart. And if I do wrong, I am sure that he will tell me so and I will adjust the message and move forward. This world is a crazy place and it will try everything in its power to make a good person not be a good person anymore. But I will tell you from personal experience in the here and now, like tangible experience in the moment, don't ever stop being a good person, okay? I promise you somebody someday, somewhere, somehow will appreciate you for who you are, no matter how bad it looks right now. I want to thank Howard Washington Jr. for being on the show today. I want to thank Tyus Battle. I want to thank Robert Braswell. I want to thank Buddy Bayheim. I want to thank Elijah Hughes. And I want to thank you. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers and your colleagues that they can listen to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora from anywhere in central and upstate New York, anywhere in the country, and anywhere in the world by simply going to mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt and becoming a member Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We are here talking with you. And on tomorrow's broadcast, I am proud to tell you I will have a one-on-one conversation with Jim Beheim, a one-on-one conversation with Alan Griffin, a one-on-one conversation with Adrian Autry, 
as well as a one-on-one conversation with Marek Dolajai and a one-on-one conversation with Pascal Chuku will all be on the show for you tomorrow. I'm trying to make sure that I didn't forget anybody. Something's telling me that I feel like I forgot someone. So once again, Marek Dolajai will be on the show tomorrow in a one-on-one conversation. And we will also have Jim Beheim, Alan Griffin, Adrian Autry, Pascal Chuku, and no, that's it. So I'm right. I'm right. I, I didn't forget anybody. So they will be all be on the broadcast tomorrow. I can't wait for you to listen. God bless you all. And Giuseppe, thank you for your kind words. Guster, thank you for your kind words. Johnny, everybody, thank you for your kind words. Guster said, speaking the truth, the whole show, exclamation point. Love you, man. I love you too. Everybody have a good day. Find us on Facebook and tell your friends, coworkers, and colleagues, just because you like the page or follow doesn't mean that somebody else can't too. Facebook at Wake Up Call DT, Twitter at Call DT, Instagram at Wake Up Call underscore DT, all the time on WakeUpCallDT.com, and over a thousand shows available to you on WakeUpCallDT.com in the show archive on the Podbean podcast, the iTunes podcast, TuneIn Radio, and the RSS feed. You can get to all of them on WakeUpCallDT.com right on the homepage by simply going to WakeUpCallDT.com and clicking on the icons. I've made it extremely easy for everybody. I've made it easy for a three-year-old to take a tablet and listen into my show. So there's no reason why you shouldn't be doing the same. It's all free and it's all easy. And I thank you so much. Life may not be easy, but I'm here every step of the way with you. God bless each and every one of you. Have a tremendous day. And thank you to all of God's angels that have come to visit me these last few days. I can't tell you how much I needed it.